Hello and welcome everyone. I'm Annalise. And I'm Rob. You are listening to the Clarkson Ignite podcast coming to you from Zoom. As always, our mission is to shape this podcast to the Ignite slogan, which is Think Make Ignite. We hope to connect individuals across Clarkson's diverse community and give interesting, unique content. Our hope is you can walk away from episodes learning something new and valuable. For this week's episode, we spoke with Melinda Little. Melinda is the coordinator of Point Positive and Angel Investment Group. We spoke about opportunities available to students and entrepreneurs that are starting their own businesses. It was great to have Melinda on. I know I definitely learned a lot. I hope you did as well. Melinda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Melinda Little. I am the coordinator at Point Positive. I am the, the one staff member at this point in time. I live in Saranac Lake. I am an entrepreneur by background. Uh, the most uh, recent entrepreneurial activity, activity besides getting Point Positive up and running that I've been involved in is I led the effort to establish the Village Mercantile here in Saranac Lake, which is a community-owned department store across from the Hotel Cernic. And uh, I, like many people in the Adirondacks, I put together a lot of, weave together a lot of different things and call it, and um, for, my, for my income and Point Positive is my primary thing, but I also um, am a village trustee and sometimes teacher for Clarkson and have taught at Paul Smith as well. As well. Melinda, why don't you tell us a little bit about what exactly Point Positive is? Okay, thank you. Point Positive is an angel investor group. It is the only group that uh, specifically targets investments in the North Country. And by the North Country, we started with a specific interest in the Adirondacks, but soon expanded that to the North Country as the Regional Economic Development Council defines it. So it includes as far west as Jefferson and Lewis counties and as far east as everything to Lake Champlain. Awesome. Um, how exactly did this like get started? Well, it was under the, under the aegis uh, of the Adirondack Foundation. Uh, they convened a, a meeting because uh, some of the board members were very interested in talking about and exploring how the private sector could um, partner with all of the other public sector efforts being made to improve the economy in the North Country. And that was in oh, roughly, let's see, we started in, we, we incorporated in 2014. That must have, that conversation probably happened in 2012. And then uh, that conversation led to uh, some of the mem- some of those folks putting together some money and funding a, a study. Uh, but unlike, well, I'm not going to go into that rant. Unlike some studies, this, this was very specific and very f- focused on outcomes that could be um, put into action. And they uh, hired me and Mark Cornett, who is a, Potsdam-based entrepreneur and uh, sometimes professor. And we uh, worked with two Clarkson graduate students, as a matter of fact, who helped us out. And we were charged 
with in, within six months running around the North Country and talking to as many people as we possibly could who might be helpful to explore what the opportunities were at the time and to see whether those opportunities were appropriate um, for funding by what was then being considered a small venture capital fund. So that's, gotcha. that's how it started. So like was the process of getting angel investors this like going out there and just kind of talking to people about it or did you have people come to you? Uh, well, let's see, various. When the, that study led to the formation of, of Point Positive and there was already a group, a core group of probably eight people who immediately became the core, the core membership. And some, what has shifted first over the last six years is we've grown in membership. We now have 18 or 18 entities, uh, 19 um, members, uh, which I can explain, but anyway. Um, in the beginning, the balance was kind of between people who really wanted to make investments um, and excited about, they love entrepreneurship and love, and love new ideas and whatnot. And then people who um, support entrepreneurship and may love it, but are not necessarily, they joined more to be supportive rather than to be active investors in, in a nutshell. That has shifted over the years. We, I would say almost without exception, uh, the folks who are member investors now are people who are actively investing. And we have, that, that membership has grown through really more than anything, just when we started, it was members recruiting other members. And that still is the case to some extent, but uh, it's, more expansive than it, than it was. Um, and word of mouth too, and you know, in one case we have uh, five new members now. And in one case, uh, one of those members was somebody who was, um, had been an entrepreneur, sold his business, now works for another big firm, big company, but is really missing the entrepreneurial in atmosphere of, um, his company. And so he decided that he wanted to become an angel investor and went looking on the internet to find one that would be a good fit, fit for him. And, she, and he's now, now a member and he brought on another new member as of last Friday. So it's one of the 18 I mentioned. So that, that's really exciting. So it's beginning to, we've increased our membership pretty significantly over the last year. So it's that, plus being out there more. I mean, we, we um, again, some of the members put some more money together and we were able to hire uh, Darcy Norfolk from Agency Accelerate, which is based out of Lake Placid. And Darcy has been working with us for, I think almost three years now to, on a communications, um, on our communications and, up, and upgrading our website and doing things like that. and. So she's relentless about making sure that everything we do is noted, you know, goes, goes out to the press and she's um, created our social media accounts and doing all those things. And that, that is helping as well. So long, long answer to your question. And here's, here's another entrepreneur. <laughs>
Uh, so how does an entrepreneur go about getting involved through Point Positive? Uh, they find me uh, either through our website or word of mouth, or we're pretty well networked, uh, not only with Shipley Center at Clarkson, but also with the regional um, IDAs um, and with the SBDC offices and you know, a number of other economic development professionals. And <clears throat> so if somebody finds me, um, I, I talk to them and uh, if they're a potential opportunity that makes sense for Point Positive, uh, I will meet with them or, and I also meet with people even when they're not and they just need some, some assistance in terms of developing their business plan further or you know, whatever it is that they need. Awesome. Um, so I've imagined that you've uh, connected with some key partners. How have they helped to expand Point Positive? Uh, see, well, um, mostly by referrals, with the exception of the work we do with the Shipley Center is uh, expands beyond that. And also, I should, let me forget to talk about the Cary and Saranac Lake. So with Shipley, we started uh, three years ago doing workshops in the summer through funding from the Innovation Hotspot um, program that New York State is behind. And so Jamie and Ashley and I uh, do those workshops and we're hoping, uh, I put actually, we, we being point positive, put in a proposal to the Adirondack Foundation recently for some funding for a series of business ideation workshops uh, this coming summer. So we'll see, see where that goes. I think we'll probably end up doing it one way or the other, but on a smaller, maybe on a smaller scale. So that's the education piece has become a larger piece of what we do. And the workshops, I mean, a lot of places as the SBDCs and, and whatnot do a lot of workshops and they do a good job of it. What we're doing is trying to address the gaps with the workshops we do. So for instance, we noticed that um, early on that there were some great ideas coming our way with some you know, uh, entrepreneurs who had their act together, except in one area, which is they didn't know how to put together a good pitch presentation. So the first year we focused on that. Um, so, we, we, we're trying not to, we're trying to add value, not, not be redundant with what, what we do and be very specific to, um, to our side of our side of things. So that's, that's been a great partnership. Another really good partnership um, has been with uh, fo uh, folks here in, well, Saranac Lake straddles two counties, but I'm talking about Franklin County in this regard the uh, Franklin County Economic Development people and I got really enthusiastic about the idea of, uh, well, we, we went down to Utica to the incubator on a field trip three years ago. And we did it because we were interested in a Main Street um, business competition that they had done. And the Main Street um, was, the competition was part of this incubator. And 
when we were done that day and on our way back to Saranac Lake, we said, you know, we could do this in, in Saranac Lake. They, the type of uh, businesses being started in Utica are very much the same kind of businesses that are being started in the Adirondacks. And what, what I mean by that is, you know, St. Lawrence County and, and West has a lot of uh, very um, high tech kinds of stuff uh, with the commercialization of things coming out of Clarkson and, and other places. And in fact, Point Positive has invested in uh, some of them. But um, the ones, most of the businesses we see over here are more lifestyle slash Main Street kinds of businesses inside Shuffle businesses. So long story short, dialing forward, we, we founded the Carry uh, two years ago here in Saranac Lake, which is a, a co-working space with, um, when COVID is over, we'll have a lot more programming attached to it as well. But uh, for instance, but it has, has been uh, really a really good resource for people. And what's been interesting with COVID is that, you know, there has been noticeably a lot of people trying to escape urban areas, which I'm sure you have um, observed and they get here and they, their internet um, is less than wonderful. And so they end up coming to the carry because we are on the uh, slick fiber optic um, internet there. So it's, it works properly. So those, those have been the two partnerships that have been really good for expanding Point Positive and with the Adirondack Foundation too. That's awesome. I like that you've been able to like make these like strong connections that have kind of like by word of mouth expanded point positive for you in a sense. I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, it's great fun. It's uh, I love starting things, but I don't have the fire in my belly anymore to start a business. So. Yeah. It's just, it's nice to know that like you put something good out there and it does get around and, like people actually take up the opportunities that are available. I think that's really nice. Um, so what is like the mission and long-term vision of Point Positive? <laughs> well, to continue to do what we're doing and do, do you know, growing the education component. Um, mentoring is hugely important for us. Most of the members who join really enjoy that piece. Um, so for instance, a uh, good case in point in this, this particular situation involves a lot of mentoring. Uh, Birch Boys Chaga in Tupper Lake was founded by Garrett Kopp. And actually he was a student at Clarkson for a couple of years. But um, anyway, this uh, Point Positive invested a pretty significant chunk of money in Birch Boys. And with that, uh, we ended up, um, let's see, there's four of us, three members and myself who are the, uh, formed the board of directors along with Garrett. And being, being at our regular uh, board meetings is an education, not only for Garrett, but the, the other members are, it, it's like, it's priceless education in terms of their advice and helping Garrett sort through how, how to move business forward. It's, it's just remarkable, so. And those kinds of things, that's a kind of more extreme case, but um, ment 
members can be, are often available uh, or can be available when asked or will be available when asked actually. It's a better way of saying that. And, and also they have connections that are pretty extraordinary. Uh, another one of our investments is with a company called Crua Outdoors, which Crua uh, is a Gaelic word for, I always get this a little wrong, but basically it's tough, durable, lasting, I believe. And the, what they do are, their primary focus is insulated tents. And they, through one of our members, they were, have been in contact, and this was when they first started, they had a lot of interest in the refugee, um, what was happening in the, with refugee populations and for temporary housing for, for them and whether the tents would be a solution. And damned if, I, if one of our members didn't have some really good um, contacts in that world, which, which Derek, the, in this, Derek O'Sullivan is the founder of that one, and he um, put that to good use. That's awesome. Um, so out of all of the events that you've been a part of from like Point Positive, what one is like your absolute favorite to be a part of and um, like what impact does that one have? Well, we do a lot of pitch events, particularly now because of the virtual environment. We, we um, started and for the first four, five years, did two live pitch events a year and um, had typically four uh, presenters at each one. And this year, because of COVID, we got, we got um, starting in, in early August, late July, which was when our typical summer pitch event is, we did that virtually. And we've had, boy, let's see, we've had three more since then, which is unusual for us. So I think we've had four for this year. And what's really terrific, and I'm not exactly answering your question, but what was, because I can't think of a single one, but what's really terrific is the fact that we've got enough opportunities out there, you know, that there's the, all the work that all of us collectively have been doing is really starting to show in the North Country. Um, so uh, that's, that's the most exciting thing to me, but we had a, actually a, a very, fun, um, absorbing pitch session just two, two weeks ago. And it, what was to me very cool about it is that it was opposite ends of the spectrum uh, in terms of there was one opportunity that's the commercialization of a project out of Clarkson. Um, there's one, I think I can say this, uh, Swift Rails that you may or may not be aware of that wants to put an installation at Clarkson. And then there's another one that is a, a food agricultural kind of opportunity in Lewis County. And it was, uh, so you know, really ran, ran the gamut, very, very interesting stuff. Everybody was super engaged. And we're doing due diligence now on um, one of the uh, companies uh, watching another one for now, which is something that we do a lot of because uh, oftentimes a company is not quite ready for investment. 
So we, we may be staying, we stay in contact with them and may watch them for a year or even two years, uh, or it may be even more. Um, so that's, in recent memory, that's particularly stands out, so. Awesome. So do you think with like COVID happening and doing everything online, have you had like more participation in like your pitch events or less? Well, it makes it easier. The, the piece that's missing is part of being a member is the shared due diligence. Um, you, you get me organizing everything, which uh, helps, seems to help a lot, help people. But what you're missing, of course, is the, the ability to build the camaraderie that is, you know, it's something, there's a reason why people like to be around other people in person, you know, it makes it much easier. So I, I am looking forward to at least being able to do one live event a year. Maybe, maybe we'll keep it one live and others virtual. I don't know. It, because it, it is, it does make it easier to corral all these people to have a, a virtual, you know, they know they're just going to be there for two hours or two and a half hours and then they're done. So. Well, I'm glad you got to have some virtual interaction and all that. That seems good. Like through the whole pandemic, at least you can pull out something positive. Yep. Um, what recommendations or advice do you have for students looking to start their own company and need investors? Uh, well, first of all, I would make sure they do their homework about how to interact with investors. Um, that's come up recently and I, uh, and it's something that we have not educated people about generally. And I think it's gonna be a topic for uh, in the future for, for some of our workshops. So that would be number one. Uh, number two would be have some sort of proof of concept. Um, you know, ideas are great, but uh, you need, it's so much better if you come to uh, a resource and begin to talk to a resource if you've done your, your homework to a certain extent. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, I'm not saying everybody should do this, so don't misunderstand me, but one of the things that Derek at Crua does brilliantly is he has, um, he pr proves his markets by running really incredible um, Kickstarter campaigns when he has a new product that he's bringing, bringing out. And he's had tremendous success with that. So, so that's kind of a really, a really successful model to, to take a look at. Although crowdfunding campaigns are very much of a challenge. So, um, so those would be the, the two, two main things I would say to, to students at this point. And don't be afraid to be in touch, even if you're not ready. I mean, happy, always happy to have conversations with students uh, or anybody who has, has an idea that they want to develop. I think that's great that you're focusing on teaching people how to interact with investors because I had a company that I started in high school and my teachers would kind of set up investors meeting for me and I'd be like, great. But I, I honestly didn't really know what to expect out of the meeting and I didn't know how to act, like how to act, what do they want to hear kind of thing. So I think that's great because a lot of entrepreneurs probably don't know how to do that. Yeah. No, thanks. It's, it's, yeah. It's like, a, like entrepreneurship in general, just recognizing where the opportunities are. And that's certainly an opportunity for us. Exactly. 
Um, aside, when you work with entrepreneurs, aside from their idea, what factors do you see lead to them being successful? Is it the team they built? Is it their passion? Well, their passion's really important, although it can be very blind, blinding. Um, one, I was talking, um, actually, he was presenting to my class. I'm teaching SB 115 this semester. And a guy named Adam Carl, who is a um, industrial designer, and I forget the phrase he used, it's a great phrase, but he, he basically goes, as he's developing something, he goes through a process of uh, trying to make, testing his biases, basically, you know, running it through that. And that, that really struck me as being super important for entrepreneurs. I mean, you have to have the passion, but you also need to, to listen to people. Um, Derek, um, for instance, is somebody who impressed me from the get-go because he listened and he also took it in and actually uh, used it, you know, the, the comments, the suggestions and whatnot, rather than other entrepreneurs who may, may listen, but they know better and that's it. You know, they're going to take advantage of the brain power in the room. So that would be one thing. Um, getting a good team, Absolutely. Uh, working as one, a single entrepreneur is super, super hard. Um, and, but I think success is more than anything. It's, uh, is the execution of the idea. Uh, and a lot of that is what I just said Derek has, which is, you know, he's somebody who, he's smart, he listens, and he pivots as needed. Um, and that's certainly something you need to be able to do. And re you need to re be able to reinvent yourself um, time and again. So pretty much to sum up what you said, it seems like, like to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to be coachable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually. Just be able to work. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Absolutely. Great word. Awesome. So I think that's most of the questions that we had for you. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say about Point Positive, something you didn't get to talk about? Uh, well, just um, check us out, um, pointpositiveadk.com. Um, don't be afraid, as I said, to give a call if you have an idea that you want to explore and get fund how to get funding for, and uh, yeah, keep up doing, doing the good work you do. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob. And I'm Annalise. We'll see you next time.